it's nighttime, and we three witches have gathered away from the town, away from the village, off into the woods in our little witch circle. And with that, I lay out my hard shell taco oh, shell, no. and we will begin <laughs> oh, our incantation. Wait, what? Hold Listen, on. hold on. Here's the thing. At least it wasn't a soft taco because that's just good. That's it. Well, I'm not an idiot, right? That's, that's a that's a basically. So I'm sorry. Are you talking like uh, just a taco shape or like a taco bowl or not even good. a, t- a, a t- just a taco? Just, just a, a hard taco. taco. It's yeah. gonna fall out the sides. Well, we have to hold it very level. Which I'll do, and then put your whatever. What do you no, have for? Do you, what do you have on, de- on deck for s- spell stuff today? Huh? Uh, I have some. I have dude. Oh, of course, of I course. Have some, boring, uh, drippy, what? drippy bat goop. Uh, bat goop. Okay, <laughs> that's bat gonna goop. be a good one. Okay, let's do it. Uh, no, I'm absolutely. Uh, I'm not going to do it. I'm sorry. You got to. You got to oh, name you, a better container for a, a liquid. taco bowl. <laughs> I just said it. A taco bowl even is better than a taco. I. Those are so. Do you eat the bowl? Yes! Are you the kind of witch that eats this bread bowl after you finish the soup? Because <laughs> yes. honestly, who bread does bowl. that? Oh, no, you let the soup soak into the... Why are we talking about yeah, this? Yeah, I'm yeah, Alex. <laughs> I'm Justin. I'm Pete. And you are listening to the Chilling Podcast of Sabrina, a podcast about chilling adventures of Sabrina on Netflix. And boy, oh boy, we are getting towards the end oh, here, you guys. We are almost done. We're going to be nine. talking about the ninth episode of the series. Very exciting. It was very exciting. Peter, Recap so we can get to the shit. I'm fucking dying to talk about this. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my right. gosh. Wow, you are, you're rude. Yep. You know what? That's it. You're a rude Fucking rude recap. Dude. Okay, great. Uh, why don't we get into it and recap and talk about it, and we can do that any second now. So what happened? Is, do, you want to, do you need a sec? Uh, yeah. Actually, I'm looking up the uh, title of the episode. That's just taking me one second. I gotcha. Uh, it is The the Returned Man. Thank yes. you. Thank you. Chapter 9, The Returned Man. Uh, so uh, leading into this episode, Sabrina Spellman is a witch. She is doing a lot of witch stuff. Yep. One of those witchy things is her boyfriend's brother, Tommy, died in a mine and she tried to bring him back to life by tricking death. Uh, she's previously tried he to trick the devil. He was killed by witches, though. It wasn't like he just accidentally died Sure. In a mine. He was killed by two witches, Agatha and Dorcas. Uh, yeah. So to get his soul back, she killed Agatha and then buried her in a cane pit, which is a mystical patch of dirt out back Oldest behind the Spellman mortuary. Yeah. Uh, and he may or may not have come back to life. We'll find out very shortly about that. <laughs> uh, but Agatha did come back to life. So Sarita was like, I did it. I tricked death. Um, and at the very end of the episode, we heard knock, knock, knock on the door. Very alarming. Seemed like Tommy yeah. probably came back wrong. Not a normal knocking on a regular door. No. A couple of other little details. Uh, Harvey's father is a terrible drunk uh, who likes to hit his kids a lot. Yeah. Uh, also, Sabrina has two friends, Susie and Roz. Susie's been kind of hanging out with her ghost aunt, Dorothea. Uh, also, Roz has a thing called the cunning. She is losing her actual eyesight, but getting a second sight that gives her visions into things. Sabrina does know that. Nobody knows Sabrina is a witch, up until now, at least. Yeah. And uh, back on the witch side of things, there's Aunt Zelda, who struck up a little bit of an affair with Father Blackwood, the head of the coven. Uh, and also the head of the 
Academy of the, the Unseen, Unseen Arts. Arts yeah. Yes. Uh, she has another aunt named Aunt Hilda who works at a bookstore called Cerebus Books. She dresses up as a bride of Frankenstein. And there's Ambrose who has recently been semi-released from his captivity in the house. He is now allowed to have a job at the Academy of the Unseen Arts. And he has a little bit of a boyfriend named Luke. Luke. Good old Luke. Luke helped him get yeah. uh, out of his... Uh, uh, and also we should mention the hero of the show, Nick Scratch. Uh, yep. He's a beautiful bad boy who is oh boy. very... No, this is the part where I yell at you, but actually in this episode, it for the first time ever proves that. Ooh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We Welcome got to the dark side. Hey, John Boyd with Nick Scratch. <laughs> okay, I'm not Scratchman. on board. I'm just saying he did something nice for Sabrina. We got a Scratchman over yeah. here. No, I'm not. Uh, Pete's got a Scratch okay. and he's got to itch it. So last episode. Oh, wait, hold on. One last thing. We got to talk about Madam Satan. This is how recaps work, bro. Uh, Madam Satan, a.k.a. Madam uh, Mrs. Wardwell. Yeah. I almost said Madam Goldberg, but that's, that's you, That's Justin. me. That's me. Uh, <laughs> that's, hey, guys, let's never forget that. Miss <laughs> uh, Wardwell has been manipulating things behind the scene, slowly eroding Sabrina's morals so that she eventually will sign the Dark Book of Satan and join the church night of her own volition that presumably will let Satan out of his prison or something like that. You know, end of the world, whatever that stuff. Yeah. Now, Pete, hit it. Okay, so end of the last episode... These giant, creepy knocks that sounds like a zombie knock. Then the start of this episode, it's just a light. I was so pissed because it well, was clearly not the same knock. Well, but then I, the idea was it was a t- bit of a time dash, and it's Sabrina at the door who enters, and yeah. Tommy's already inside. Right. So his knock was still scary. Do you think it was a time dash? I, think I don't it know. Was, it was, it was no, supposed to be was, Sabrina uh, knocking the whole time. Yeah, I think it was picking up. I, I thought it was no. really funny. I thought it was, was funny, too. It made me Superman. It was a great way to cut the tension. But in the end of last episode, uh, Tommy hasn't returned yet, and there's a knock on no, the door. No, I think what what happened was at the end of last episode, we didn't know that Tommy was back. Yeah. They were just sitting there kind of sadly. Uh, and then Sabrina was the one knocking at the door, and then they cut there, and it turns out it is, in fact, Sabrina, which... Hilarious reveal. Very fun. Not yes. fun. There was like tension and then stupidity, which I was Aww, really disappointed I love with. that. I loved cutting through the tension immediately like that. I agree. Yeah. It was awesome. Nope. Uh, totally. So disagree. she's like, hey, what's up? Every, I'm just coming over. And hey, he's like, just hey, want my, to see you. My brother popped up. No one's really super jazzed. No, well, like, no well, one's like. I, what I like about the way that they begun this episode, the large majority of this episode is about breaking Sabrina down and breaking down all the lies that she's made with absolutely everybody yeah. and showing how they've gotten stretched so thin. So for her to come in right at the beginning of the episode, and we've already established she's a terrible liar, for her to come mm. in and do that like, hi, how's everything going? Hi, hi, hi. It was a great way to show how stressed out she was already. Yeah. And it starts it even with that joke at the beginning at a very high place for her. Yeah. Uh, agreed. Uh, but moving on, on we have uh, Ambrose. Uh, excited he's about, he's like up. picking out outfits. Like, what yeah. do you think of this? He's very Can't excited. Can't wait to get out of the house. Because if you're trapped in a house for 75 years, like getting out of the house is a big deal. Definitely. You got to dress your best. Even yeah, if you're one of the biggest deals. Yeah. yeah. Astral project. Uh, so, yes, that's fun. Everyone's in a good place. Uh, Zelda and uh, Blackwood well, yeah, she's are just like, getting it on. But with then he gives you the, he gives you, we got to keep this a secret, which is yeah. heartbreaking. And then he's like, Oh, uh, 
can you do this for me? And she's like very excited. And then he's like, oh, and by the way, can you do all the work as well that my wife was well, doing? Well, but no, I th- but I think she is genuinely. She wants, yeah. it's clear that she wants, a, she likes or loves uh, Father Blackwood and right. wants a relationship But with him. he's clearly abusing power. He's yes. abusing her, but I think what he is dangling in front of her pretty clearly is if Lady Blackwood dies in birth, you're going to become my wife. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's what he is promising her essentially. And he's like, just real quick, take all of her responsibilities for when she dies in childbirth so that eventually yeah. you can become my wife. Yeah. It was because she went from being very excited to be but like, I agree uh, with you. He is doing classic abuser gaslighting behavior towards yeah. her where yeah. she's completely blinded by being in love with him. He, we've already established he's had multiple affairs before. Yeah, he talks about the yeah. good old days, no, which is the polyamorous. Creep. Yeah. yeah. Super, super, you know, evil dude. Who do you think changed that rule? Yeah, so you know who the real Nick Scratch is? Father Blackwood getting yeah. his dick scratched. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Selvin. That was a fun accent you had there for a second. <laughs> you like that? Getting his dick scratched. Anyways, moving on. Uh, <laughs> Alex is shooting two pistols in the air every time he makes a sexual <laughs> So Zelda's going to take I over. I support gun control, except in the case of hilarious <laughs> so sexual Ambrose. Ambrose gives Sabrina a good uh, stern talking to about how she's playing with fire, and he, she's like, no, a couple days, it'll be fine. Everything will be it's great in a couple I days. I just uh, tricked death. Yeah, you can't trick death. Yeah. And never. I mean, I you can defy death. Yeah, for a little bit. So far, so death good. wins. Aren't we all death defying, really, all the time? Right now, we are. Yeah. yeah. I, I defy you, death, by taping this podcast. <laughs> Yo, imagine you just died right Yo, now. Don't talk shit to <laughs> death. Oh, that would be fucked up. Fucking, yeah. Don't bring that shit here. Here, I'll tell you what. If I die during this podcast, please release it. <laughs> cool. <laughs> but glad we have that tape. Wow. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, keep going, finish up the episode, finish recapping the episode, and then release the episode. <laughs> cool. Okay. I want finish th- the episode yeah, with your body here. with my dead body here. Okay. Oh, I want this to be my legacy. Uh, oh, man. It not will even, be. Not even the 10th episode of Sabrina Broadcast. The, the ninth. ninth episode. God, I wish they finished. So poor Ath- Agatha is coughing up grave dirt. Uh, yeah, Agatha, uh, one of the weird sisters who was killed, uh, as Alex said, she's uh, back to life, not feeling so hot, coughing up dirt and some other well, and I, stuff. What I like about this is we're slowly learning more about each of the weird sisters. We now know a lot about Prudence. We know a lot about her motivations because they focused on her. Uh, we know that Agatha is the one who coughs up dirt, and we know that yeah. Dorcas is the other one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dorcas, still not a lot of personality. And then uh, your bad boy uh, projects into Sabrina's room, and she's yes. just wearing a bath Bad boy alert. Oh, uh, you got man. that Nick Scratch. Man, wasn't I jealous that Nick Scratch has... Oh, well, been. I know I'm focusing on this astral projection thing a lot, but... The it birds now, showed up, at least. The, the psychopaths the showed psychopaths. up, yeah. which is good, but it seems like everybody's like very casually astral projecting. Like They yeah. made a big deal about it the first time, and now people are like, oh yeah, I'm just going to astral project over here. Yeah. I think we have to see... St- the, what a psychopomp does by the yes. end. And we have one episode left. Like yeah. someone's going to mess up a national projection. I would have uh, to. We think. might not get it this season, but you know. I feel, I mean, the, the, the way Netflix releases their shows, people who are listening to this may have already, they may know, probably know, they've seen all the episodes. Yeah. So we sound like idiots, but uh, like I really think if it, it's a huge missed opportunity if they don't show they these birds a lot. devouring. <laughs> like, in literally the every episode they've talked about it, mm-hmm. and in this episode in particular they amp it up again. Like they just yeah. sort of casually did a cash astral projection in the last episode, I think, yeah. if I remember correctly. Uh, but this one at least, like 
there's bird after bird showing yeah. up, and he's like, oh, gotta go. Gotta yeah. go. Don't get psycho popped. That's yeah. fun. Yeah. And uh, then uh, Sabrina's like, hey, Salem, uh, uh, you know, uh, keep uh, an eye on Harvey, uh, protect him. So I thought it was pretty sweet. She sent her familiar over to yeah, keep, keep an eye on And she then Salem got to watch Tommy doing some tickling of the mirror. Yeah. Uh, as yeah. He, he really likes scratching. Now, what do you think of that? scratch and sniff. What do you think? Tommy scratching on the mirror is about there, or whatever that thing is. Uh, I, I kind of they hinted, especially when Ambrose is kind of doing the looking at the morgue body that like somebody's clawed to death. I think that he like turns into a monster or something. So I think like that scratching is part of it. So you think he was he was hungry for human flesh himself? Yeah, and he saw himself in the mirror. He was, was like, like, I'll, I'll eat that shit. I want to scratch that shit. I feel like there's a little... he scratches himself a lot. It's like there's a picture of himself. He starts scratching it. Yeah, I think it's sort of like... Do you think he's the real Nick Scratch? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Maybe that's the secret. <laughs> I feel like he was sort of... Uh, trying to scratch to he sees himself and he's trying to get back his soul or get back his life i think there's that there's also a weird thing that happens immediately afterwards where uh harvey tells this story about getting lost in a hall of mirrors that was so crazy right that story the casually just been like i got lost in a hall of mirrors so uh, yes what i'm saying is i think he mentions that it's weird that he mentions it until you think back on tommy scratching the mirror and in a very similar way, Tommy is lost in this Hall of Mirrors, metaphorically yeah. speaking. Like you said, he can't find his soul. Uh, he is trying to find himself again. And as we find out later, it's not exactly a Hall of Mirrors. We head to this smoke land, uh, but it's the same sort of thing where it's people wandering around, unable to find an exit. Yeah, so that, that's the theme there. That's why Harvey is telling that story. It's also a crazy fucking story, just be casually. Remember that time I got stuck in a Hall of Mirrors? I was like, that is such a creepy image and Tommy is constantly saving him and that's why it's like so important that like if Tommy's really dead Harvey's in a lot of trouble like if he can't even survive a hall of mirrors this character's in a lot of trouble you always tell that story about getting your head stuck in one of the ghosts of the haunted mansion right how do you know that story? <laughs> you tell that story on every single podcast yeah it is where you find a way you always story. work it into every find conversation where we're like uh, sorry guys, I got stuck on the way over here, and you're like, oh, here's the time I got stuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it makes, it really stuck makes on the a lot of run. sense in uh, in context when you do it. Yeah, uh, and then anyway, so uh, Susie's dad is like, hey, who are you talking to? And she's talking to her ghost friend. You know, uh, yes, uh, that's again to me. This is like total bells uh, going off that it's uh, Madam Satan. It's. Super weird, and yeah. the way that Susie is acting acting about it is also. But she's super weird. the first one to find out that Spellmans are witches, right? But she seems completely enchanted. Like we haven't had the moment where she's like, "What the fuck? There's a ghost here." Yeah. Instead, she's like, "Nice ghost dad." But I do th- it, later on in the episode. Uh, well, she she steals a book, uh, which seems like uh, that's not something she would normally do, yeah. uh, and that seems like the ghost Dorothea is asking for yeah. trying to get her into trouble, perhaps. Um, and then also Dorothea is pressing Susie for information mm-hmm. uh, yes. later. So like that seems like that's not Madam Satan's. That's right. something. The other thing there. that I think it points to, and we touched on this in an earlier episode, is as much as Sabrina needs her human friends, her human friends need Sabrina because oh, yeah. without yeah. her in her absence, when she's running around trying to fix Harvey's life, 
all they're all spinning out of control. Like yeah. they cannot hold on to anything, and they're panicking. They're consulting ghosts, ghosts, and stealing books for them. Yeah, uh, they're using their psychic powers. They're freaking out about everything. Yeah, uh, and I like that. I like that detail that it isn't just like that Sabrina is important, but it feels like in a very different way where it's not like we need Sabrina to solve this problem. It's more, she is an integral part of our friend group and without her, something is so missing. It sends us off in other directions. And even beyond that, like it's important that Sabrina does keep a foot in both of these worlds. They they both can remain in balance. Yeah. Uh, so uh, moving on, uh, Madam Satan uh, waxes a little poetic. Yeah, at, Joe, uh, man, Sabrina, did you feel that wind last night? Did yeah. you hear all those dogs howling at once? Like, surely you didn't use that book, but it was a crazy night, weather speak, weather wise, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, so clearly, just like a, that was just a fun little scene of coyness. I thought. And yeah. Sab- again, she's just m- completely manipulating Sabrina, oh, yeah. like one hundred percent. And it's crazy that Sabrina doesn't pick up on Drives any of that. Well, here's my theory based on this episode. We've been talking about Harvey as the Archie of the episode. I think Sabrina is the Archie of this uh, series. Oh, yeah, she's Sabrina makes a lot of very dumb, dumb choices, choices um, yeah. uh, almost constantly the wrong choice, and has no self-awareness about it at all. Yep. Yeah. And then, and uh, then it doubles down on it, usually. Yes. And oh, makes yeah. it worse it would, without listening to anybody else. It's like, I've decided this is right. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, uh, I like that theory. Yeah. Sabrina runs up on Roz, is, and Roz is like, hey, I need your help. Ross is like, yo, I had this weird dream. And then she's like, was it a dream or was it one of your visions? It is crazy. It seems like Roz is uh, having a lot of her cunning and losing a little bit of her vision. Yeah. <laughs> no, sure. The, the cunning is going on big time. Yeah. yeah and her vision seems fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're well, getting you don't know. They're, they're not spending a lot of time on her, like, bumping into walls yeah, and stuff. Right. Which uh, I can't wait for. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be really awesome. fun. Yeah. Uh, the hell It'll be like she's stuck in a hall of mirrors all the time. Oh, oh that's oh, right. Man, dude. He is legitimately afraid of that. Sorry about that. Uh, So we have... that, the moment, suit. the moment of uh, the hellhounds ripping apart the body of Tommy Kinkle in her vision, I thought was yeah. That was up. Harvey, though, right? Or Har- well, no, I think it was Tommy. Oh, yeah. Whatever uh, it was, it was one of the Kinkle boys. It was one of those Kinkle boys, and aren't <laughs> they pretty much interchangeable? Uh, Ambrose meets with uh, Luke and Blackwood and gets a familiar yeah. by the name of Leviathan. Yeah, and it's like you've got this amazing, go- and then it hands him a little mouse, and I was yeah. like, oh, that fucking sucks. No. Mouse, you can't be like yo, mouse. Go over to Harvey's house. It would take two weeks for that little mouse to get there. <laughs> I think it would fly or something. I don't yeah, know how it would, do, it would yeah. goblin his way. It would goblin its way there. Yeah. I do think it sets up a fun dynamic between Salem and Leviathan. <gasps> oh. Do you think Salem's going to eat Leviathan? Oh. Maybe attempt to, and then Leviathan's oh. going to be like, whap. Oh, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. I think that could be fun. And I then Sal would be like, that. oh, I want is a little nibble. No, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's uh, great. Uh, what is the name of that mouse character that you do? Uh, the mouse character? Yeah. The mouse character is like, oh, mouse gets the cheese. <laughs> but there was that uh, weird Frederick. moment where Sabrina's like, hey, listen, Roz, I need you to go and touch Tommy. I need you to like yeah, touch to him. Test. So yeah, test. We set that up to going forward. Uh, which we'll get there in a second. Uh, Luke and Ambrose are having a oh. pretty great makeout session in what I assume is another regular student lounge. Can I mention one of my favorite things about doing a podcast with Pete is Pete gets excited about things that are happening two scenes after what Justin is describing and then yeah. immediately wants to talk about them. Well, I I wanted to back up because... Oh, okay. Oh. All right, that's all right. Sorry. Uh, did you guys... 
Father Blackwood this whole time had a cane with a white rabbit's head on it? Yes. I saw it. I noticed that, and it's very cool. I yeah. was like, was that been there the whole time? Because it kind of was like almost featured a little bit in this one. It was in that shot when yeah. he's yeah, he out the mouse. Yeah, the first episode. That's yeah. how he was introduced. He was curling his hand around the cane. But it's oh. definitely featured in that shot. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Do you think you'll be a cane guy eventually, Pete? Oh, I can't wait to be a king. I felt that. Uh, yeah. I felt Do you want that. us to break one of your legs right now? Uh, go ahead and try. See what happens. No. Uh, I asked you. I asked you. If you just That's say not... no, I won't do it. <laughs> you can have a cane without having a fucked up yeah, leg, exactly. man. Yeah, exactly. You can just choose <laughs> crutches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a bigger step. All oh, right. Then you can just, when you get old, you can just uh, have a cane because it's fun. But that yeah. made me think when I broke my leg, I was like, give me the old two canes. <laughs> because <laughs> Father Black was talking about familiar. We've never seen his familiar. He had a white rabbit cane, and I was kind of like, oh, I wonder if that is his familiar. And yeah. I wanted to know. Do you think the cane is his familiar? No, not the cane, but, uh, you know, I had a rabbit's head, so I thought maybe he, if he has a familiar that's a rabbit, he probably got a cane. Okay, that can make sense. Yeah, no, totally. Because a cane would be like, that's not an animal. Yeah, that would be a bad familiar. (laughs) Cane, sit there against the wall. (laughs) I'll handle this. (laughs) My familiar is a chair. Uh, (laughs) Um... Luke and Ambrose making out, and then... Uh, doing a little bit more than making out. They're getting, they're, a, yeah, they're they're getting after it. Yeah. Uh, in a chill student lounge, obviously, because there's like nine fireplaces in the room. Yep. And that's when uh, the stakes start to get higher with our death uh, problem that we have going. Uh, slowly, we're getting there. But then we have this great scene where... Well, Su- we should mention also that it's uh, Nick Scratch, Prudence, and Dorcas come and yeah. recruit Luke and Ambrose to help them out with the problem, uh, which is neat. Like I like all yeah. of them teaming up all of them working on a problem together. There's so many different things in uh, areas of the show. It's not like it's just like magic school or witch who lives in a mortuary. There's a lot of different yeah. ideas and that are going around. And everyone is closing in on the school. Zelda's exactly. at the school now. Ambrose at the yes. school. So it feels like a lot of the action is moving there in a yeah. fun way. Which but I like, yeah. The next scene is an amazing scene at the bookshop. Yeah, I knew where, you were going to love this. Yeah, so like... Uh, we see Susie get picked on, and she called Dyke Girl, and she was like, oh, that's fucked up. But then Hilda sw- comes in swinging, starts talking shit about him his whole life, and that was just amazing to watch him like lose color in his face and like run away. Yeah, I, I do think there was a nice balancing act in the scene, because I kept coming to the brink of being uncomfortable about what she was talking about yeah. in a real-world perspective, just right. in terms of the idea of like... Hey, maybe don't shame that guy for being gay. What do you think? But the way things were worded, it never went into being bad. Yeah. Yeah, She doesn't say it's wrong of you to feel this way. She's very much like you're, you're hassling this person because of your issues and your secrets. Exactly. And I thought I thought it was handled very well. Yeah. Yeah. Very well. And very powerful. And it was fantastic to see. Yeah. Hilda's great. Zelda's great. Good ass. Yeah. Great ants. Uh, but uh, Hilda, well, so we, uh, the earth is old as soul and it means to collect is the line that I think Hilda yeah. says. Because um, Hilda prescribes fizzy water. Yeah. Because uh, they bring her in to help solve yeah, their problem. Like, earth needs a soul, she says, which I was like, holy shit. And she's like, let's keep all these people busy while we handle this internally because right. Sabrina fucked up and we yeah. need to fix this. Yeah. I thought that was a cool, uh, let's keep the family tight. Yeah. Hilda is has some of the manipulative qualities of Zelda, but she's uh, like the bright nicer. side of those. Yeah. Um, and then we get to see uh, uh, Roz and Sabrina go over to the Kinkle residence to, um, to try to get Roz to touch Tommy and... and 
see what he's up to. And that was funny the way Sabrina got around the room, like, oh, is he eating? Well, they're playing uh, a try soup. They're playing a fun game of football. Uh, outside first where oh uh, my god that catch was bananas hey watch this yeah like oh so i watched that and i thought i know we're talking about it that tommy has a problem i think put him out for football you know well i mean he has that scholarship full scholarship in notre dame honestly you can see why and let me be honest very talented ever since he lost he's even like half he's even half the guy he was and he's still making amazing catches ever since he lost his soul he reminds me a lot of eli manning Ooh, wow! Yeah, no, that's a good point. Because he just sits there, sort of blank faced. Right. That's the sort of bird that might work much better in another room than this I'm one. I'm hoping someone <laughs> listening to this gets the burn on that. Then. Yeah, I, I'm a Giants fan, so fuck you. Okay, I thought you were a Giants oh, fan. Okay. So I was like, yeah, well, surely that, that should have burned you. Like, yeah, I was, nah, I was not going to engage because that was fucking bullshit. No, it's not. It's just because like, Eli is always like, uh, I don't know what's happening, but he's oh, good okay. football. Yeah, yeah, great. Make fun of people who don't look intelligent. That's great, dude. <laughs> he is intelligent. He just looks like he doesn't know what's happening. Yeah, great. One of his looks, dude. I That's thought cool. it was mostly He's interesting. He's trying his best out there. <laughs> wow. I thought it was not good enough. You know, for, for you. someone that didn't react when I said it the first time, you saw. Well, you up. asked for this fight, <laughs> so don't fucking back down now. You fucking dick. <laughs> What I liked about this moment Two-time was... Two-time fucking MPP <laughs> Super Bowl champion? Motherfucker? Yeah, you talk shit. With your fat ass from the chair. What? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, get off my familiar, uh, asshole. Yeah, this is... Sorry, this is Alex's. I'm sitting in Alex's chair. Yes. I should. I do want to mention, though, I know you guys are talking about sports or whatever, uh, <laughs> but my experience uh, with sports, I like the fact that we know now from popular media that werewolves are very good at basketball, and now we know that zombies are very good at football. Yes. Yeah. That's so that was, that was great. Great. That's Good the canon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Roz does grab his hand, sees um, an old woman that we don't really know who that is, uh, Fog, and a baby's crying. Yeah. Which, but Roz isn't telling Sabrina what she saw. She's not giving her the whole truth. Well, and I thought that was weird because when I first saw the scene, I was like, oh, that looks like Sabrina yeah. aged. Yeah. yeah. Right. And it's it like when she opened her mouth, it was Sabrina's voice. So. Yeah. But it's not. Well, it's it was, Sabrina's mom. I yes. Know, as we learn later. Funny. Sabrina's yeah. mommy. Uh, we could, yeah. Uh, yeah, weird. And then dad was home. Everybody ran from their lives because they're like, we don't want to get beat. Yeah, that guy's trouble. Yeah. Um, so and we learned minutes later with uh, Hilda confronting Sabrina that Tommy Soul's in purgatory. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Ambrose is like, yo, something's fucked up in the embalming room. Lots happening. We jump out of that scene in an odd way and head to Zelda, who is just loving choir practice. Yeah. Uh, everyone's singing, great yep. time until Agatha comes in and is like, I'm sorry, I'm. Late, but dirt, Help me. bad dirt, bad, bad dirt. Um, so then they have to reveal everything to Zelda and Blackwood, and yeah. they're like, oh, this is it's fucked not up. Good, yeah. yeah, but they're working together kind of like parents a little bit. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all I have to say about <laughs> Dark Lord's like, no further I'm parts. Kill fucking Tommy. Fuck this guy. Uh, yeah. Tom, so then this, I love the scene with Tommy, uh, Harvey, and the father. Well, I got to say, before you get to that, Auntie Z stepping up to the man that she loves and will do anything for her to be like, please let me handle this. Let me handle this. Because she knows if the Dark family. Lord's going to do it, it's bodies gonna are going to get dropped and, yeah. you know, Sabrina's going to be Let the set. bodies hit the floor. Yeah. 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 Uh, let the bodies hit the floor. Uh, <laughs> and so then we realize we learned that in the embalming room, there's a bunch of bite marks on the old yeah. miners and that Tommy is hungry for people. Very much reminded me of Afterlife with Archie, which yep. I thought was pretty cool. 
uh, in the th- yeah, I'm actually surprised that we didn't get more of the zombie stuff this episode. Yeah. I, I know we talked about this at the end of the last episode, but I thought this was going to f- be a full-fledged afterlife with Archie-style yeah. zombie epidemic in the town, but far from it. No. Like, not even close to that happening. It was sort of like casual details thrown in. Yeah, Tommy didn't bite anybody. He almost bit his dad, but um, uh, it didn't happen. Uh, mm-hmm. His dad punches, the dad punches Harvey. Oh. Tommy almost like chokes the dad to yeah. death. Uh, so that's pretty crazy. Uh, and then I love this scene. Sabrina goes dead, home and, uh, mentions, and she's confronted by him from Hilda and Zelda and like, what the fuck are you doing? She mentions she got the book from Mrs. Wardwell. Yeah. Um, which nobody's like Madam Satan. Yeah. They're like Mrs. Ward, Miss Wardwell, who is just a regular person of them, which seems weird that Hilda and Zelda aren't a little more aware yeah, of who the fuck she is. Cause she has a fucking spell book. Yeah. Uh, I love the line, we are in a grave digging deeper. That oh, yeah. Hilda says also, I love how Hilda speak, sticks up for Auntie Z. was like, don't you talk to her like that. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. It was good. Um, so She's Sabrina, like, I did it for Harvey. Sabrina goes to the one person who will help her, Madam mm-hmm. Satan. Mm-hmm. I love this. Just oh, pushing. also, uh, Auntie Z calling Sabrina a murderer. She's yeah. like, you murderer. And she was yeah. like, it was only for a few minutes. I was like, oh, 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 yeah. oh. It was a, that was a great scene. And yeah. we talked a little bit about um, uh, Sabrina and uh, what's the actress who plays her and her her acting choices being yeah. sort of a little Kieran bit. Kieran Chipka? Yeah, Kieran Chipka. And she really. It's amazing that you can't remember that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> it's a weird mental block. Yeah. It's interesting. It's just one I can't get. Uh, and she, I thought, did that scene was very good. Really good. Uh, from everybody. Involved. She's been killing it. In the last couple of episodes. Literally sometimes Hi. in the case of Agatha. Uh, Zelda is self-flagellating a little bit. Um, uh, Hilda Caesar and is like, yo, chill. Uh, they're dealing with the fact that I think Zelda feels like that she's not doing a good job raising Sabrina. Well, she says that, like, I've lost her, that yeah. I'm losing oh, yeah, Sabrina. So it's, it, it's a beautiful is, anti-moment, though, at the end. Where they were just kind of hugging each other and being like, yeah, yeah we well, we've talked about this quite a bit on the podcast, but in particular, Zelda has had one of the most interesting arcs over the course of this series. Yeah. She has grown from being just the mean witch aunt into so much more and so yeah. deeper. And Miranda Otto is doing such a lovely job with that role. Yep. They both are. Uh, let's jump to the stuff with Madam Satan and how she leads her into purgatory. Because uh, that's all. Yeah, so I do want to say one other thing before we get there. Um, Blackwood uh, has Prudence and Dorcas go to kill Tommy to put yeah. an end to this. Yes. Uh, disregarding Zelda. And who's there? Nick, Nick Scratch pins him to the earth oh, by driving stakes in the footprints. Great moment. Great scene. I could not believe that. I was finally like, well, fucking Zalvin was right. This guy... Isn't as bad as I thank keep you, seeing. Thank you for saying that I was right, but not uh, recognizing that Justin was also right. Yeah. Yeah. He'll get there someday. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Who's the one who does the bad boy alerts? JT Sizz. <laughs> uh, you're talking about Madam Goldberg? Madam Goldberg knows when the bad boys enter the room. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, now that we're friends again, you want me to break that leg? No. <laughs> <laughs> Just let me know. Don't worry, Alex. Uh, let me know when you're never right. going to be a thing. Okay. Don't worry, Alex. As all good friends, he'll eventually come around and let you break his leg. <laughs> no. uh, but yes, to your point, the scene, uh, Wardwell's like, no problem, I'll send you to Purgatory. I'm a psychopath. Yeah. Here's how we're going to do it. We're going to go to this part of the woods where there's a gateway to purgatory, which is very normal. It happens in the woods in my house. Also, I have a piece of yarn. That so you're going to hold this yarn. I, walk, I forget what story this is from, uh, but a, a famous uh, fairy well, tale. Well, like yarn, yarn. The crumbs, but yeah. I don't know if there's but yarn. No, no, no. There's the, the yarn in the purgatory? Yeah. Yeah, that story. 
Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> Very famous myth. Yeah. <laughs> I just no, no, feel no, I know like, what you're saying. There is, there is a myth. And I'm it's just so it dumb to me that it's like we're trusting yarn. Like, I, if I have Sabrina, I'm mumbling fucking spells all the time. I would have mumbled something about keeping that yarn straight. Actually, sorry. I do need to mention this uh, because uh, my wife, who listens to this podcast, brought this up to me just because we're talking about yarn right now. Yeah. Uh, Roz's grandmother is not knitting. She's crocheting. Oh, man. That's the kind of comments that rip us to pieces. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, baby. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Alex's marriage has been on the rocks. We got the knitting versus crochet. the last podcast. Oh, yes. I can't believe we're talking about yarn again, man. Are you going to be all right? Uh, I think so, as yeah. long as we don't explain what that yarn is being used yeah, for. Yeah, what, what type of wool do you think that yarn is, Alex? Oh, Jesus Christ. Is Merino it wool? lamb's wool? Oh, I hope no. so. If it isn't, I'm sleeping on the couch no, tonight. No. Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, so she goes in into this uh, cloud world. She sees her mom, which is a uh, big Huge, surprise. Yeah. And what I, I love this conversation she has because the mom's like, oh, and the soul leader's coming. So there's a, yeah. they don't have a long time to talk. Uh, her mom's like, I had you baptized so you wouldn't be part of this witch world. because right. That's she, a big reveal. And I think maybe we're going to learn that she knew the witches, she was going to be killed uh, by these witches. And yeah. so she tried to protect her daughter by having her. Well, there's her, still the whole Peter Parker thing that's going on with her parents where her parents quote-unquote died in a plane crash. But as we know yeah. with Peter Parker, his parents were actually super spies who were ostensibly killed in the plane crash, escaped from the plane crash, and then later turned out to be robots. Uh, yeah, cool. that's definitely what's happening here. And <laughs> that story, obviously, fundamental to the Spider-Man origin. Uh, yep. Definitely not People something. People refer so, to it all the time. Yeah, which def- was insane. All the reboots are like, make sure we do the robot parents. <laughs> all right, so somehow Sabrina actually finds Tommy, which is insane to me with all those souls just running around, and she actually gets them. Uh, and then... Well, it's a lot of babies and then a couple adults. Okay, whatever. It'd be like so, running a daycare. I don't know. It's foggy in there. I don't know if she could find anybody. Anyway, so the fact that she ran into her mom and Tommy, I thought was pretty amazing. That's like it's like New York, though. You know, you're walking around. You're like, this is a big city. I'm never going to see everybody know. Whoa, it's my mom and Tommy. Yeah, I. Anyway, <laughs> so she grabs Tommy, runs back, and this I thought was like. You're bringing up this thing, the Soul Eater, Soul Eater, and then it was like she goes back through the portal and he disappears, the soul disappears. And I thought, oh, maybe the soul's going back into Tommy, but Madam Saint's just like, nope, Soul Eater. And I was like, what? Yeah. That was yeah, yeah. A that was horrible a gross use. effect, though, what he actually Absolutely disgusting um, in exactly the right way. Yeah. Wait, what? There was nothing. It was just a disappearing of... No, he completely disintegrated and dissolved into like this flesh blood thing. It, it was, was gross. gross. Uh, what? I thought it was just when he came, she came out of the tree trunk and then the soul just evaporated. Yeah, but it sort of turned into meat. Yeah, it was kind of like ripped apart. I really? think that was a reference to the... the uh, Roz's vision of the dogs ripping it apart. It was the same wow. like type kind of, of I guess or it could have been a reference that. to the meat closet, which we talked about a couple definitely, of episodes yeah, we back. Definitely, we definitely keep coming back to that by popular <laughs> demand from the listeners at home. You want to get paid? Hey, if you guys, uh, last <laughs> oh. episode we made a shirt for Witches Ate Snitches, which you can pick up at comicbookclub.threadless.com. This is for real. We actually made a shirt of this. Yep. If you guys want me to make a meat closet shirt, you just let me know. I'll nope. make it any second. Please now. don't. Yep. Great. Good luck on Please the hashtag of don't. that. <laughs> uh, so where were we? Uh, so then Wardwell is like, you have to go tell. 
and I think she's banking on because she's trying to get Harvey to, to she knows freak out. she knows that Harvey is the the main thing that keeps Sabrina from committing to the Dark Lord right. and being in the witch world. And so she's once banking, Harvey rejects her, she wants her to tell him the truth, banking on the idea that their their love is out. not true. Yeah. and I think that is going to be her fatal flaw in the yeah. next episode. Love always wins, bro. Uh, that's what they say. Um, we see Susie and Roz at the bookstore um, where they find out, they talk about how the Sabrina is a witch. Yeah. Uh, so that sort of comes yeah, out. Yeah, that's pretty casually. Deal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Satan's sitting there loving it, enjoying a shake. Yeah. Uh, we've all questioned whether one of us is a witch in our time. Right. Uh, Sabrina admits to Harvey. He remembered that she had told him before. Yeah, like he uh, did that before when yeah, she tried to mind wipe him. He's not happy. He's like, I'll shoot him. I'll shoot Tommy. Yeah, was, that whole conversation, before we get into the shot or anything, that was the right kind of heartbreaking. Yeah. It yeah. was such a reverse of the there's no flying without you in my life Sabrina Spellman conversation for the first episode yeah to see them break apart after that was awful yeah it also was, I was so hard to watch I was a little worried when Sabrina walked away that Harvey Harvey has a gun and he's sad about his life and what he's got to do. He's got to kill. I'm just wondering if he turns that gun on himself. You know? Oh, my God. We heard, we heard a gunshot, but we didn't see what happened. No, yeah, I think right. that's too dark. No, I don't he, think. He no. might have shot a... I mean, a he's just broken up with Sabrina. He's questioning what his life's going to be like. He's got to go kill a, a brother of some kind. I mean, I, I don't know. I, Maybe he shot the mirror. Yeah. We don't yeah, know what no. he shot is my long-winded exactly. point. He might have shot Eli Manning. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and like, if he happened to be there also. I'm not saying he's Tommy, but if he was also there. Couldn't uh, make him any worse of a football player, if oh, you ask me. Yeah. Right, guys? Oh, right, Alex boys? is on board. He read oh. what we were talking about and then figured it out. That's yeah. context clues. Yeah. Uh, and then the last scene, we have Sabrina going home. Uh, well, Sabrina hears the shot as she's walking away. Yeah. Sad. Uh, and Sabrina going home to find Zelda sitting on the porch. They hug. There's a storm of brewing for the last episode. Question for you. What is Ward Wells plan here. Do you have any indication? Because I have a theory. You're talking about Madam Satan? Yeah. Yes. What do you... Well, uh, tell us. Uh, my Stop playing so coy with us. Just tell okay. us your theory. I thought we could have a little conversation. But, we'll uh, start the conversation. Then yeah. we'll well, get I don't into... want to reveal mine. I want to hear oh, yours. Oh, you want to trick us. Because I think mine's pretty you want, good. Oh, you think yours is better. I do. Uh, going, so far, you don't have any. Okay. So. My theory is that she wants to buy milkshakes for everybody. That's what I think is going okay. on you based on this episode. Her no, milkshake I feel stupid. brings all the boys to the yard. Is that what you're saying? No. Why would oh. you say that? Is that a reference to something? Let's get... <laughs> Alex is losing it. Uh, Pete, do you have a... Uh, yeah, the room is getting too hot that we're in. It's, uh, it's unbearable. Um, I would think that the plan is that Sabrina, uh, being heartbroken, uh, is, uh, is going to reject all of human life and focus on the witch life and then sign over her soul right. to Satan. Yeah, I mean, that's what I think as well. Here's what I think. Yeah, me too. Uh, cool. Good good job, Milkshake. I, I, yeah, I throw my Milkshake thing uh, I think that Miss Wardwell, because she's uh, uh, she's been operating outside of yeah, the regular yeah, thing, to, so to I it. think she has a more she's more of a villain, and she just doesn't want to have. Yeah, her. can you go quicker? Could you say all of the words? Stop building up to it. Tell us what the fucking thing is. <laughs> he's, he's telling us right now. <laughs> he's not. He's going. Well, I'm gonna. He's giving a backstory. He's giving us. The, yes, it's called a setup for. <laughs> I don't want Jesus the setup. Christ. Just fucking tell me. And now your complaining has made it go even it's longer. Too hot in here. You fuck. Tell me what it is. Well, we shouldn't have met. 
in a sauna, in an actual <laughs> sauna at my local gym. I'm sorry. I'm, having, will... I'm having a nice soak. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> I love a spitz. I'm going to punch you in the face if you don't fucking tell me. So I'm glad you're so on board with my theory and you're clearly into it. Here's what I think. Sit down. Jeez, I get it. You're a Giants fan. Uh, and you don't have much to stand up for this season. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, I'm a Bills fan, so what am I doing? You know what I'm talking about, Pete. Anyway, so my theory is that uh, Madam Satan wants to take over Sabrina's body, and she wants to inhabit her in the oh. same way the same way that she took Miss Wardwell's body, because um, she is so integral Yum. to the Dark Lord's plan, seemingly. So she wants to uh, be that as opposed to just be a bystander. And that's why I feel that's like a great fucking idea. She's trying to wear her down. She's trying to get all of its all of her connections severed so she won't be found out when she takes over this body. Well, one way she could do that because there are a lot of the men in Sabrina's life or the people that are holding her back. <laughs> she could take uh, some delicious milkshakes and put them in a grassy area, like in the middle of everything, and lure them there to get them away from Sabrina so Sabrina would have nothing else in her life so that she can inhabit her. Okay, I think so you're not mad at him for talking to that? No, I, yeah. I don't well, care. No, I'm, I'm just suggesting that perhaps she Shut could up. use Shut the up. milkshakes to, the part to where we bring say those boys to some sort of... a better job? I'm Let's just, just going to throw it out there, some sort of yard, perhaps. <laughs> okay, what, what witch did a better job this episode? It's not... <laughs> It's not how it goes. I'm just going to leave. I'm just going to leave. Which witch is so cool. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which witch is the chip witch? (laughs) That's that's what it is. Uh, Once again, we're sponsored by Chip Witch. We have a new sponsorship each uh, episode. Thank you so much for setting that up after the Applebee's thing that happened the last episode, by the way. That was very bad. Yeah. Well, Uh, yeah. I, I should have done that. And uh, this episode, I, I, should, I feel so stupid. I'm going to fucking leave. I'm going to leave. I, I feel I so stupid. take it in here anymore. The, so tell me which well, witch I, or I'm I, fucking I, leaving. I, no, we, I mentioned this commercial earlier, but this today's episode is sponsored by the New York Giants. I feel so stupid. <laughs> I can't believe it. I can't believe what I said. Okay. Uh, the Manning family. Hold up. No, let me cue it up. Let me cue it up. This episode only. Let's, uh, before we end this episode, which witch reigns supreme? <laughs> there Which witch reigns supreme? Pete, he kick it off. What do you think? Hilda <laughs> was amazing this episode. She really stood up to those billies. Also, wouldn't let anybody talk uh, smack about <laughs> Auntie Z, uh, uh, which was great. And even talked shit to Sabrina about uh, respecting. And she also comforted uh, Auntie Z after she was whipping herself. I really <laughs> think she's an amazing character, and every scene she's in is magical. You know I've got that Nick Scratch fever. <laughs> Nick Scratch coming up with the best spell of the episode, hammering the stakes yeah, into their good. footprints, locking uh, Dorcas and Prudence in place. He's the best. I'm going to say Agatha 100% definitely. What? Man, she was cooking. She was uh, coughing up so <laughs> much dirt. She was cooking with dirt. <laughs> She's cooking with dirt. <laughs> uh, no, I was actually also going to say Nick Scratch just because I love how his character is developing. So once again, you and I are in agreement. Right on board. Guys, we're almost done with this podcast, but if you want to support it in other podcasts that we do, patreon.com slash comic book club. Also, we do a live show every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. at the People's Improv Theater Loft in New York. Please come on by. We'll cast a spooky spell on you. Pete, what else do you want to plug? Friend of some fucking Facebook so you hear about Jesus. the amazing guests we have on our fucking show. Oh, my gosh. 
follow us on Twitter at Comic Book Live. <laughs> Check us out at ComicBookClubLive.com for the podcast and more. Also at Riverdale Dark for our dedicated Riverdale and Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Uh, uh, Twitter feed? Yep. Is that what I'm looking for? <laughs> Great. Uh, and guys, uh, stay tuned. Pete is getting up to leave, but I'm going to break his leg right now. So listen, 